0: Introducing new Benefiance Wrinkle Smoothing Eye Cream by Shiseido. Now even better to boost smoothness around the eyes. 96% saw reduced wrinkles and diminished dark circles in just 7 days. Find Shiseido Benefiance Wrinkle Smoothing Eye Cream at a Macy's near you. Tested by 110 women.
1: the history of mass killings or mass murders in America go way back. Documented cases go as far back as February of 1780, just over three years after our country was founded, when 19-year-old Barnett Davenport, a Revolutionary War deserter, robber, and horse thief, showed up completely broke to a town in western Connecticut looking for work. Using his brother's name, Nicholas, as an alias, he found a man named Caleb Mallory, who was willing to hire him as a farmhand. He gave Davenport clothes, a job, and a place to live. On February 3rd of 1780, just after midnight, Davenport entered the bedroom where Caleb and his wife Jane slept beside their seven-year-old granddaughter. He had a candle in one hand and a blunt wooden farm tool known as a swingle in the other. He began hitting the married couple with the tool, then switched to the butt of a gun he found in the room. After hearing this and waking, the seven-year-old started crying and saying, Mr. Nicholas, before he beat her to death too. After robbing any goods he could from the house, he set it on fire where two more children were killed by the blaze. Having been caught later, after being hid by his brother in a nearby cave, he was arrested and sentenced to a public whipping and hanging. In the modern era, Methods of mass murders have changed quite a bit, but the bloodlust of those committing the murders hasn't. In this episode, I'll be talking about some mass murders that shook the involved families, communities, and first responders. It's never something any of us want to deal with, but going on history, it's something that's been happening for a very long time and probably won't ever stop. Welcome back to Music City. 911 On Christmas Eve 2008 in the Covina area of Los Angeles, California, around 25 members of the Ortega family gathered to celebrate the holiday. As the night was getting later and starting to wind down, at around 11:30 p.m., there was a knock at the door. After the door was opened, family noticed Santa standing at the doorway. What happened next was a series of events that are still remembered in the area to this day. Bruce Parda was born in 1956 in Monterey Park, California, and grew up in the San Fernando Valley area just outside of Los Angeles. He was a whiz with numbers and studied computer science at Cal State Northridge he was generally liked by all that was until they got close to him in 1989 Bruce was engaged to be married to a co-worker he had met at the company he worked for called Jet Propulsion Laboratory on their wedding day the bride and 250 guests sat waiting in the church for Bruce to show up but he never did shortly after this His bride-to-be checked her bank account and found it cleared out. Bruce had withdrawn $3,000 from it. Instead of getting married, he likely used the money to go on a vacation to Palm Springs, Florida. He dated others after that, and in 2001 met a woman named Elena, who he began living with. They had a son together named Matthew. When Matthew was just 13 months old, Bruce was inside the house watching TV and Matthew managed to get out of the house and fell into the swimming pool in the backyard. He lived but was severely brain damaged. Bruce almost immediately left and never saw his son again and even stopped paying for any of his medical costs which at that point had reached almost $340,000. Matthew is a paraplegic and needs round-the-clock care. And if all that wasn't bad enough, It was later found out that Bruce was claiming Matthew as a dependent on taxes, illegally without his mother's knowledge. Years later, Bruce met a woman named Sylvia, and they married. At the time, he was making good money at his job, around $122,000 a year, when Sylvia was just making around $19 an hour and was limited to 33 hours of work per week. After a while, arguments started up mostly about money. The relationship got rocky but then took an even worse turn when Sylvia found out Bruce had a son from his previous relationship that he hadn't told her about. She later found out everything about him not paying anything towards his medical bills or child support and they began sleeping in different bedrooms from each other. Soon after that Sylvia began visiting her parents more frequently and ended up moving in with her sister. Originally, she had asked Bruce if she could continue living in their house while her young daughter finished kindergarten, but came home after attending a niece's birthday party to find all of her belongings sitting in the driveway. She later filed for divorce. Bruce's life continued spiraling down. He was fired from his job as a defense contractor after he was found to have been billing for hours he hadn't worked. He applied for unemployment benefits but wasn't eligible because he was fired. During the divorce, Bruce's debt began to increase. He had claimed monthly expenses of almost $9,000 and said he was running a deficit of $2,600 a month. Behind on support payments that amounted to over $3,500, the judge ordered him to pay $1,785 a month and an additional $450 until the $3,500 was paid up. At this point, he had over $30,000 in credit card debt. With all that had happened, Bruce began to lose it. He began a multiple-months plan to carry out a heinous act. Just before the divorce, Bruce bought a 9mm pistol. A month later, he bought another. Then another month after that, and another. Each time waiting a month, because in California... You're limited to one gun purchase every 30 days. While visiting a friend in Iowa in October, Bruce bought 16 magazines for those guns that each held over 18 rounds, which was over the legal limit in California. Then, on Christmas Eve, this happened.
2: Um, yes, I'm on North Price Avenue, uh-huh. I'm a homicidal guide, and he's has my little cousin right now. Okay, is there, can you tell if there's anybody injured, because we have fire department and officers en route. Uh-huh. Um, no, but he's in my grandma's house. I know, okay, the fire department's en route. Hello, hello. Hi. The face. Okay, the officers are there and the fire department's in route, okay? They're also there. I need you to stay on the phone with me, okay? I'm next door to 1132. I know where you're at, ma'am. Ma'am, hold on, okay? 141. Ma'am, the officers are there, okay? The officers are there. Do you know? Here, can you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? No, okay. I want you to know that the officers are in route. okay. Ma'am, yeah, ma'am, ma- 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 hello? Okay, listen to me. The officers are outside and the fire department and paramedics are outside, okay? Okay. okay. Can I go out? No, just stay, just stay on the phone with me. Are you trapped upstairs? No, i think thinking of the sure I'm out. I'm coming out. We've got some fancy. I know. Okay, do you know who it is? To say were in their house. In no, no, said, no, the guy we, that was shooting, the guy that was shooting, yes, you know. I think it's, we don't know, I, I, him exactly do you think his, his, what his do you think his name is, Bruce? His name is Bruce Cardone. Okay, and who is he to you guys? Who is he? Who is he to you? He is. He was, he was my He's my ex brother in law. He's going through a test right now. Okay. He's my is he still there? He's still shooting at them. Okay, do you know what kind of car he drives? No You said he's still there? I can't see it. My my house is on fire. My mom's house is on fire. Ma'am, ma'am, the fire department's there, okay? Who's all in the house? Just let me know who is all in the house. Ma'am, who's all in the house? I'm, I'm sorry, what? Who's all in the house that's on fire? My 1149 officer is on fire. You may no, 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 ma'am, to... ma'am. Who's all inside of the house? There's an ambulance. There's an ambulance. They, they're outside. So we need an ambulance, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. They're there, they're there, okay? The officers. Are... I'm to come to 1141. 1141? Oh. 1141 is. Yeah, just that my, some of my family is in. The okay, yeah. We let the officers know that, okay. I just need <laughs> you to know that we have there's them outside. The, driveway, the long driveway, the only one that has the long driveway at the end of the cul de Okay, eleven forty-one. That's where you're at, right? <laughs> okay, hold on one second, okay? He's, I don't know who else is alive. I know, I know, ma'am. Just stay on the phone with me, okay? It's my whole family, there's twenty people, twenty-five people. I know, I know. Now. It's okay. The officers are there. They're trying to get to you guys, okay? They're trying to get to us. Yeah, they're trying to get to you, okay? They're just making sure everything's safe. My nephew is on this. I'm down. My, my, it's my, okay. My, my sister, five-year-old is here. Okay. I want to see Hold on, okay? The officers are outside, okay? Okay. Okay, ma'am. What's your name? Uh, yeah, it's Ma'am, I'm going to get your name. What's your name? My name is Leticia. Okay, Leticia, Leticia. I have officer. I have an officer. His name is Sergeant Eddings, and he's coming to your house right now. Okay. Don't touch it. Sergeant Eddings please? is going to be. His name is Sergeant Eddings, and he's going to be coming into your house right now. Okay. Okay, he's coming, Sergeant Eddings. And Sergeant Eddings. Just stay on the phone I'm with the me, okay? Please, send Sergeant upstairs. Please. Upstairs. Okay. What? What happened? Before. Him. I can't even I read so myself. So, so, so oh, okay, hold on one second, okay? I, 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 I'm trying to Keep it together. I know, I know. I, you are doing very well, Tisha. Okay. I, I, I I'm in the family, so I know we need to get information out, and I. No, like, you're doing perfect. I okay. To be positive for my family. No, I know, and I understand. The officers are—they're all right there by your house. They're just making sure it's safe for them to enter. Okay. I know, they're, they're trying to help your family. You're doing great with me, though, okay? Just stay on the phone, all right? Mm-hmm. I need a bandage. I yeah, you, Just stay on the... The officers are there. Just keep talking to me and letting me know that you guys are okay. We're going to be okay. Okay. Come here, They're almost there. They're all right there on the street, okay? They're on your street. It's okay. <laughs> he changed his clothes? Yes. This is What's he wearing? What's he wearing? What is he wearing? Please. What is he wearing? Tell me, my nephew. What is he wearing now? He changed his clothes from Santa Claus clothes. Okay, let me know what he's wearing. Black clothes. I'm knocking on neighbor's doors. Yeah, he's, he's, he's knocking out the lights. He's knocking out the lights. He's, he's knocking out the lights. the light in the street. They said. Okay, hold on. Please, we can't allow him to come into this house. Do you understand? We need to lock all the doors. He came in with a shotgun. He came in. I didn't. We all duck we he, we started. He came in through the entrance of the door and as a set of suit and I didn't see them when he shot. I heard the shots and we they were like poppers and I wasn't sure what it was so we all everyone started panicking and running, so we all dove under the dining room. Some of us dove and some of us left I don't know who else is in the house with you, okay? My we my family and this woman that has accepted us in the house. Okay. My so two daughters are with me and my husband and my nephews, my nephew, two nephews, my niece, three nephews, and my niece. I'm trying to count here. My nephew girlfriend. So about fifty but people they, are there with you of your family. There's right now, but that's only half my family. I don't ma'am, ma'am. Calm down. Uh, um, some of your family's at another neighbor's house, okay? Some of my family's at another neighbor's house. Okay. okay. Well, the police are outside. They need to figure out where They're to, just okay. trying. They're just yeah, trying, they're trying to, just to make, to make sure everything's safe, make, okay? They're trying to make everything safe, but we need someone immediately. I know. The officers so, are just trying to get. You, okay? My daughter's been shot. She was shot in the face on the side and she's bleeding. I know. I, I let the officers know. The officers are making sure it's safe, but the paramedics. I need a bandage, please. Okay. Yeah, okay. ma'am, I can I know. It's okay, Leticia. You're doing great with me, okay? I'm fine. It's okay. Stay on the phone with me, okay? I can't believe you. Just take a deep breath, okay? Please, I do. I have to that feeling in my spirit. Latisha, if you can, go to the house or to go to your front door. The officer is outside at your front door. Still, the officer's at the front door. <laughs> She's at the front door, the officer. Can you allow him in? Why is he alone? Why isn't he alone? Why isn't he alone? But are you there with me? Yes. Okay. No. there's a police officer at the door. Hold on, okay? Hold on one second, okay? Can we get some water for her? Can she drink some water? She's, she's okay. Okay, honey. The officers are there, okay? My daughter is so kind and I need to get her. Okay. It hurts her a lot. I understand. Can she take medicine? Can I give her a Motrin or something? No, just wait. The officers are almost there, okay? Okay. You're doing so good, Katrina. You guys are doing great. You guys are doing really good, Brianna. Hi, Brianna. I'm going to have to put you on hold one second, okay? Hold on one second. Oh, I know. Hi, right. I'm sorry. Hi. Hello. Am I still talking to Ellen? I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm right here. Hi. <laughs> Brianna, stay here, okay, with me. Please stay. Can and we put her head up? She's cute. We're fine. I don't want her to rush her head. It's okay. Get her a little pillow, Brianna. Yeah. It's okay. Tell her she's doing
1: great, okay? The office is are- The night of Christmas Eve 2008, around 11.30 p.m., Sylvia was at her parents' house with around 25 family members. There was a poker game going on, and a knock at the door was heard. Bruce Pardo's eight-year-old niece, Katrina, answered the door to see Santa standing there with a large gift wrapped in wrapping paper. Santa then pulled out a 9 millimeter pistol and shot the girl in the face the family started running, but not before several more were hit. After being shot, some were laying on the ground, only to be stood over by Santa, who then executed them. After this was done, the large gift was unwrapped. It was an air compressor that had been converted to spray of fluid, which in this case was high-octane racing fuel. He sprayed down the inside of the house with the gasoline and after catching fire, flames from the house reached 40 to 50 feet tall and it took 80 firefighters an hour and a half to extinguish it. Santa left the house and got into a blue Dodge Caliber and drove away. In the middle of the time that Bruce bought several nine millimeter pistols, months before Christmas Eve, He also ordered a Santa suit, complete with boot covers, gloves, glasses, and a beard. On the week leading up to Christmas Eve, he rented a Dodge Caliber and a Toyota RAV4 from two different car rental companies. He also bought a round-trip plane ticket to Illinois for $650. During this time, he loaded up the RAV4 with food, water, clothes, maps of Mexico and the southern portion of the United States, extra gasoline, and computers. He drove the Toyota to the neighborhood of his now ex-wife's attorney and left it. After doing that, Bruce got into a Santa suit and gathered his weapons and headed to the ex-wife's parents' house, the Ortegas. Different theories float around as to what his exact plan was after the killings. One was that he was going to flee to Canada. Inside one of his shoes, taped to his foot, was the plane ticket he had bought. Plastic wrapped to his body was around $17,000 in cash. Some believed that he was going to use a plane ticket to go to Illinois, then on to his friend's house in Iowa where he would later cross into Canada. That likely was just to throw off investigators though. Another theory was that he was going to drive after shooting up and setting ablaze the Ortega's house over to his ex's lawyer's place and kill the occupants of that house, then leaving the Toyota rav 4 and disappear into Mexico. Whatever his plan actually was, it went sideways very quickly. While in the Ortega's house, after the shooting had stopped and he switched to the gasoline, it's believed his initial plan was lighting the place on fire with a flare from outside, but that didn't work out. There were two fireplaces in the house and both of them had fires going that night. The fumes from the gasoline ignited when it hit one of those fireplaces and caused an explosion inside the house, which caught portions of Bruce on fire. Bruce left the house, then drove to his brother's place about 30 miles away. After returning home from a Christmas party, Bruce's brother found him on the living room couch with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the mouth. He had second and third degree burns to the back of his neck, arms, hands, and part of the Santa suit he was wearing was burned into the skin on his legs. Nine people died in the Ortega's house from either gunshot wounds, the fire, or a combination of both. Those included his ex-wife Sylvia mother and father-in-law, brothers and sisters-in-law, and his nephew. Three others were injured, including eight-year-old Katrina, who was shot in the face and had severe and life-threatening injuries from it. While I take the stance of not mentioning the name of mass shooters, this one's a bit different. Most, if not all, mass shooters want to be immortalized and remembered in some way. I don't believe this suspect was aiming for this at all, this was a family killing. Not that it makes it any better, though. His plan was to kill as many people as possible, then flee somewhere else and disappear. I don't believe he was doing this for any sort of notoriety. I think he just wanted to vanish after all this happened and never be found again Luckily for everyone in the Southern California area, that snafu with the fireplace has really screwed up his plans and ended any further killings. This next incident I'll be talking about starts out a bit different than how I normally will cover one. Allen, Texas police received a call from a woman who was shopping at their mall and was threatened by another patron. She reported that the woman was following her and her children, videoing her, and threatening them. An officer responded and defused the situation. He checked off that call but remained on the scene talking to the original caller and her children.
0: Hey, make sure y'all be good, okay? And make sure you wear your seatbelts when mommy's driving, okay? You understand? Okay? Okay? Alright. Alright, you be good.
1: And say always the seatbelt. <laughs> wow.
0: 145, I think we got shots fired at the Alamo. shots fired at the
2: Allemans. I got people running.
1: While talking with the caller of his previous incident, shots ring out at the mall they're standing in the parking lot of. Then, the 911 calls start flowing in, all in rapid succession.
2: No, I do not have a description. Do you have one? Okay, I've got a Hispanic male five eight to five nine, three hundred and fifty pounds. They just, they just okay. go right into the middle of where he's shooting. I hope they're coming blood story at the end. He was in front of Perry Ellis, walking north northwest. Perry Ellis? He was in front of Perry Ellis was walking in Perry northwest. northwest. Okay. 5'8, 350 pounds, all black, wearing a motorcycle vest with white riding on the back, shooting a black semi automatic uh, rifle. Okay. All right. All right. We have negative police officers there, so I need you to keep your head down. I got to let you go, okay? There's the shooter outside. We need to. Where are they outside? Where is he outside? Johnson McKinney. He's walking outside. Where, ma'am? Where? Fossil store. Fossil store? Yeah. Fossil store at yeah. Allen outlet, and he was right there. OK, Fossil store? Yes, ma'am. okay OK. OK. I've got it. Hey, Fossil store has a shooter. All right, thank you. Allen 91. are you calling about the shooting? Yes. Yes, you yes, got a victim. We got a victim where? In boutique 632, it's the suite number, 632 Francesca's. Francesca's? Can you describe the injuries to me? I think it's in his chest. I'm in my car. I can't even get back into my boutique. I'm locked out. I can't go without police going with me, because I'm scared. All right, we have help on the way. We do have medics in the area right now. Shooting victim inside Francesca's. I think I see the cops on the corner, if they can come or if they go in Francesca, can they open up the back door to let me in? Okay. We have police officers there. I need you to, can you, uh, are you with the guy that was shot? No, I left him in there because I wasn't sure if he was a shooter. I didn't want to let him near my desk. Okay. All right. Well, we have the medics there. I'm going to tell them where he's at. They're going to get there as fast as they can. Okay. Okay. If right. Someone gets in there. Can they open up the back door to let me in so I can lock my boutique? I, I don't know, ma'am. I don't have the answer to that right now. You're going to have to talk to an officer when the situation calms down a little. Okay. Okay, I see officers officers on the corner. They're okay. telling us not to move. Yes, ma'am. So just go ahead and follow their instructions for now. I gotta let you go. Okay. I have a shooting victim. Yes, are you Do You have a shooting victim? Yes, I do. Okay. Describe the injury. What's going on, ma'am? I'm um, shooting. she shot? She was shot in the stomach. the abdomen. We have her there right here. Thank yes, you, you don't know, we're at H M. You're backward, back, The back room. You're where? H M M. A T M? H M M. H and M? H and M Okay, I'm sorry, ma'am, we've got a lot going on. We've got a shooting victim at H and M. Okay, ma'am. Keep her safe, please. Can you please press um something on her to stop the bleeding? We did, we do. Okay, I've got help on the way. I'm letting them know. I need you to bear down, please, okay. I have to keep taking nine one one calls. Okay. Okay. Just stay in place and keep her safe and plug the bleeding. Okay. Call us back. Call us back if she changes anything in her status. Okay. Okay. She's fine right now. Allen 911, do you have a shooting victim? We have an R.P. with a victim that's been shot at Allen Outlet. they okay. of New Balance. New Balance victim, got it. Thank yeah. you. Okay, where are they shot at? The two lower back, the bleeding controlled and they're conscious and breathing. Okay, thank you. So we've got help way. Like, can you please get them to safety and plug the bleeding? Yeah, that's that's uh, we're in safety right now. Okay, stay there. We've got help on the way. I'm letting them know that I have to keep answering questions or uh, 911. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. On 911, they're talking about the shooting. Yes, ma'am. We have somebody hurt. Okay, we're at at the H&M with someone shot. Okay, in the back as well, H&M. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we've got help on the way. Okay, hey, we're in the center of the mall. Okay, I need you to just bear down and stay safe and keep the bread controlled. A any, uh, Listen, we have her wrapped up. Okay, thank you. I got to keep you three nine one one. Keep them safe if there's a change in their status. Call us back. Alan 911, are you calling about the shooting? Yes, sir. This is McKinney. Ma'am, one, one moment. This is McKinney with a transfer. Uh, this uh, caller has information that the su- suspect is in the cosmetic company. He just shot a security guard. Ma'am, go ahead. My sister's the manager there. I'm not able to answer. She's in the cosmetic company. In the Which co- cosmetic the company? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's is that out- a store name? Yes, yeah, it's owned by S.A. Lauder. It's in the outlet. Okay. It's in uh, what does this person look like? Um, I don't have information on what he looks like. My sister is a uh, younger white woman with long brown hair. Okay. Name- out there right now? No, no. Okay. We have police officers handling. I'm gonna let them know that she's there, but I'm gonna have to let you go. Alan 911, you calling about the shooter? Yes, we have a person that's in our store. I'm at the Ralph Warren store. Uh huh. Um, he got shot that we don't think he got shot we do think he might be having a heart attack okay i'm gonna get help headed that way over to him uh, give me one second i'm gonna get that over to the paramedics so you think he's having a heart attack he's either having a really bad panic attack or he's having a heart attack we can't and you're in which store ralph lauren ralph lauren yes okay he's closest to the door by under armor okay all right, I need you to keep a close eye on him, lay him down on his side, monitor his breathing, and give us a call back if it changes. I'm going to direct paramedics to your location now, but i got to let you go, okay? Okay, okay thank you so much. All right, much. thank that you. I- Alan, 911, are you calling about the shooting? Yes, can you please come me right now, please? Go where? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Can you please somebody send somebody to H and M right now? Please? What's going on in H and M, ma'am? Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Is there somebody in HM? No, I don't know right now. We're in the dressing room. Can you please call? Okay, us? yes, ma'am. The police are on their way into that store right now. They should be there in just a moment. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. So just buddy. try to keep your head down and stay safe. The police are already there. Okay? <laughs> All right. I gotta let you go. I'm sorry.
1: It was easy to tell. That it was absolute chaos inside the dispatch center there in Allen, Texas. Phones were continuously ringing, and it didn't seem like there was any end in sight. I know this chaos. I've been in the dispatch center multiple times when we've had calls regarding active shooters. In an incident like this, hard decisions have to be made. With the amount of calls coming in from multiple locations, Dispatchers had to quickly document where the victims were, then get off the phone, and on to the next call. This is something very difficult to do. Any other time, you would dedicate as much time as needed to help the person who had been shot. You'd stay on the phone as long as possible to make sure that every effort would be given to try to stop the bleeding. But without knowing how many people are shot and what their locations are, dispatchers have to give just brief instructions and disconnect and then go on to the next call to find out where the other victims are. This is even more difficult to do when you have a caller like this next one.
2: In front of the H-A-M, yes, in front of the HM, please, please, I don't want to lose two more. Okay. All right, I have help on the way to you that. right now, can you tell me was your child breathing? Another yeah, one one's then. not. He's not breathing. <laughs> my other still breathing. My third child's not. <laughs> okay. Where are they shot at? They shot in the legs. I don't get my one sister breathing. Shot the got shot in the back. Okay. Do you have a clean, dry cloth, <laughs> or towel, shirt, like, oh, something oh, that oh, you can put oh, on that wound God! right God! now? Do you have somebody here? So they're uh, getting there as fast as they can. Uh, I need I you need to, to control, control the bleeding, okay? Can you, you put something, something on, on the, the wound? I know. Bleeding is everywhere for 20 minutes my wife is dying so you're not the only one dealing with this come right on, now we're, we're getting die. help come to you as fast on. as we can can you put some pressure we're on the wounds. wounds at all for anybody can you I have people are helping me but she's dying let's go baby somebody okay. they're getting there as fast as they can sir there's a lot of people dealing with this right now we got a lot going on come on I don't see nobody I'm in here come on breaking some help ambulance, please. So they're getting there as fast as they can yeah in front of h H&M. and I need <laughs> medical they can get
1: there. <laughs> the officer we originally heard he was in the parking lot at the same outlet mall finishing up with his previous incident when the first shots rang out though he wasn't directly about where it was all happening he was a couple hundred yards away after hearing the shots he got his rifle from his patrol vehicle and started running towards the gunfire
0: Hey, make sure y'all be good, okay? And make sure you wear your seatbelts when mommy's driving, okay? You understand? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You be good. Always <laughs> the seatbelt. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: One forty-five. I think we got shots fired at the Alamo. mall. shots fired
2: at
1: I got people running. Get going, get going, get moving!
2: 420 on the ground. Let's run over in and out.
0: They're moving farther away from me.
2: Go, 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 keep moving!
0: I'm about to pull a I'm moving, trying to get to him, That's they're still shooting. Freaking. 101,
2: 101, everybody just got on the call. We're getting started right now. I'm on foot. I hit everybody I got.
1: I'm a mass shooter!
0: Hey. Yeah, we got people coming! 145, I believe we got a mass shooter! I got Maxine on the ground! Drop it! Drop it! Wait.
2: I'm
1: passing injured!
2: I'm moving as fast as I can to try to get over there. That lady's pointing towards Jackson. I'm by Tommy Hilfiger. I don't know where he's at. Alright, actually we still going! What was well, this is traffic dispatch? I'm gonna get back i, I, I I'm over here by the I got him down! Get away from here! Get away from here! Get away! I'm by Sunglass Hut, I'm moving up on him! Who's just behind me? Watch your fire! Watch your fire! I got him down! I got him, I think so! I'm not hearing any gunshots! Is he
0: down? Yeah! God damn, bro! Got him, bro! Now stay your f***
2: down! Stay your f*** down! Stay your f***! You got got, got. got him?
1: From start to finish, that officer ran over 400 yards carrying a rifle and likely 20 to 30 extra pounds of gear he normally carries during the early summer heat of North Texas. He was obviously beyond out of breath, but kept pushing. He found the suspect and engaged him, stopping the threat. This was nothing short of heroic. When he could have sat back and waited for other officers, he kept pushing forward, putting his own life at risk to save others. The shooter will simply be described as a 33-year-old male Hispanic which, oddly enough, posted neo-Nazi and white supremacist propaganda on online message boards. He had a hatred for women and minority groups. He had tattoos of the Nazi SS lightning bolt and swastika. His actual motive is unknown. In total, nine people died, including the shooter. The last caller that we heard, the man pleading for help, he was at the mall with his wife and two young children. Because of all the chaos, it took an extended time for paramedics to reach him. This was likely due to limited EMS resources and having to pull ambulances from nearby agencies. All four of them were shot. The name of the caller was 37-year-old Q Song Cho. Shortly after the phone call, Q died. His wife, 35-year-old Cindy, and his three-year-old son James also both died. Six-year-old William was transported to a local hospital and was later released from the ICU. He is the only surviving member of the family so much tragedy that should have never happened. I just wish that any of these evil suspects would hear and listen to the last words of Barnett Davenport in 1780. Oh, that others may take warning by my dreadful example and fearful end, and avoid those sins which I have committed, and which by a series of wickedness have led me on to the most awful crimes that were ever perpetrated in this land. Or perhaps any other. And for which I must, most justly, suffer a violent death. And I greatly fear everlasting burning, horror, and despair. Before I go from this episode... I wanted to tell y'all about a podcast that's hosted by a couple of good friends of mine. The show is called Love Murder. It's hosted by Jesse and Andy. I met both of them at CrimeCon last year and could instantly tell they were great people. On their show, they focus on love triangles and bad relationships. Love gone fatally wrong. They look at human stories behind the regular people who are driven to heinous acts. Each episode is a deep dive and most are almost two hours long. They really do a great job at storytelling and bring the listener into what happened. They also have a great rapport with each other and get right into the story with just the right amount of banter. I highly suggest adding them into your true crime queue. Let's have a listen to their trailer. And until next time for music city, diamond one, I'm Brandon and y'all have a good one.
2: First comes love, and then comes marriage, and then comes murder? Unfortunately, that's the case for most of the episodes of Love Murder. I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette, and we're the hosts of Love Murder. Love Murder is a podcast about hidden affairs, devious deceptions, and love gone
0: fatally wrong. To get a taste, check out episode 138, The Young and the Murderous in which a torrid youthful love affair turns into a brutal double homicide.
2: Follow Love Murder Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever
0: you listen to podcasts.
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These
0: ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.